0: podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network.
1: You're listening to the DolphinsTalk.com Podcast Network.
2: Hey, this is Mike with the fin Fans Podcast. Each week we come to you, we bring you our opinions on what's going on within the Dolphins organization. Uh, we uh, shoot straight, we, we don't BS anyone, and uh, here we go. Hey, everyone. It's Mike with the Fan's Podcast. Uh, this evening, I'm here with uh, Jim Johnson.
0: Hey, good evening, everybody.
2: And Louis Ergoni.
0: Hello, hello, hello.
2: You sound like you're on an old telephone.
1: Hello. Hey, Mike. Hey, Jim. How are you? Good. Doing
2: right. We're going to talk about the roster. Uh, let's go through the positions and uh, just take an early look at it and see who we think might make the team. Um,
1: it is an early look. It yeah. is an
2: early look, definitely.
0: <laughs> There's what, like a 165 players or something right now? Oh, no, not quite Whoa. that many. Whoa, 165? <laughs> it may seem
2: like it when we get to wide receivers, but yeah.
0: no. What is the
1: actual number? Does anybody know?
2: Uh, no, I haven't counted them up. Is it
1: 100? I, uh,
2: no, 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 no. It's closer to 88, 89, somewhere around there.
1: Okay, that's a lot. Yep. That's an awful lot.
2: So... S- starting quarterback, uh, we all assume it's going to be Tua. Mm-hmm. Behind him, you've got Jacoby Brissett and uh, Reed Sennett Who? Either- <laughs> exactly. Do <Either laughs> yeah. you think Reed's going to make the team?
1: Reed Sennett. I, I, I don't know about that. I think we got a better chance of landing Aaron Rodgers than him making the team, right?
2: Reed uh, I don't Sinette. know. It depends whether they want to <laughs> keep three quarterbacks or not. But I would think probably not.
1: Do we know anything about this fellow?
2: No, <laughs> no. Not – no.
0: Do
1: we no. want to know anything no. about
0: this guy? Hey, no.
1: you, ne- you, you never know, right? You never know. Could wind get... up being the best quarterback on the roster, Jim.
0: Well, <laughs> if Tua doesn't, doesn't work list. and we fall back to, <laughs> to, to Jacoby Brissett, we're already in deep water. And then if we got to go to the number three guy, yeah, it's not going to be good.
1: Mm-hmm. How about Bowden? Bowden could actually play a little quarterback, right? He could. Yeah. So I don't see Sanitt being there. So I mean, you've got Mike basically. You know, get back to being serious here for a minute. So you got Tua, and you got Brissett. And as Jim mentioned, I mean, if if we have to go to Jacoby, um, I'm I wasn't thrilled with that signing. And um, God, if we have to bank on him winning those football games
2: that's a problem it's going no, to be a problem he's got some experience it's not like he's a bum but you know he's not a guy who's going to air it out that's that's really the situation there
1: mhm exactly yeah
2: yeah running back you've got gaskin and and I know a lot of people want it better but uh i think gaskin's you know he's an ascending player he's a good back i don't think he's as bad as some people are projecting him to be uh, but he, he's not a bell cow back, uh, you know. We we had hoped maybe we'd uh, complement the position, and I guess they think they did with Malcolm Brown and uh, uh, the kid they drafted, Dokes. How do you guys see it?
1: Go ahead, Jim. I'll let
2: you. I'm kind of in the
0: same boat as you. I, I'm not. Uh, I'm not down on Miles Gaskin. I I think he's quite capable, and I think the offensive line play is almost more important than the back himself. Uh yeah, I would have loved to have seen us bring in uh, you know, one of the top, you know, running backs in the in the draft. That didn't happen. I kind of figured it wouldn't, because I don't think they prioritize that position that much.
1: Yeah, I mean, you know, I, I look at this running back situation and, you know, Malcolm Brown's solid running back, but Boy, in free agency, you know there was guys like Philip Lindsay, and there, there was some some better players out there, and the money differential between the guys was not that much, um, you know. So it, it was a little interesting to me. I mean, they're very high on Gaskins, is all I can you know yep. uh, take take from all this, and especially the way they handled things in the draft, you know. So um, they're banking on Gaskin. I mean, listen the guy has overachieved, right? I mean, he's done a lot more than what any of us have expected. I mean, every Dolphin fan that's that's watched these games and the inside outs, um, anytime he's on the field, he's been productive um, against, you know, I mean, I shouldn't say against, but behind a an average to – below average offensive line and uh, the great thing about him was the fact that he made some plays in the passing game last year I mean yes. I remember a play he made downfield um, on a 2 a pass you know 25 30 yards down the field and then you know in the Oakland game when Fitzpatrick came in he took you know he took a simple uh what five eight yard out or whatever it was and went to the yep. went to the um,
0: to the house
1: went to the house with it so I mean you know this guy's capable of making plays he's very very subtle Solid. Um, depth wise, though, there's not an awful lot there. I mean, Ahmed, he had a couple of decent games for us. He seems like he can be a decent running back. You know, Patrick Laird still on, there, Laird still. What is it, Laird? Laird. It's Laird. Laird. Still on the roster, but he won't be for long. He won't be for long. I mean, they did they did draft Dokes, um, and then of course they signed Malcolm Brown. So. You know, I mean, if Gaskins if if Gaskin goes down, um, there's not an awful lot behind him. So, well, they, have, they know, have
2: another kid, Jordan Scarlett.
1: Right. Yeah. I mean, you know, who knows? But you know, as I said, if if Gaskin goes down, there's not an awful lot back there. I mean, I don't think you want Malcolm Brown. You know touching you know being on the field um 75 80 percent of the time oh, I'm, I'm
2: interested in seeing dokes play he's he's you know uh-huh. a power guy and i like right. power guys
0: right right yep we'll see yeah. it'll be interesting go ahead i actually got dokes as my number two running back in my lineup i'm putting brown in third place i want to i want to see what dokes can do mm, yep you never know it'll be interesting yep.
1: Yeah, you know, we haven't we haven't really knocked it out of the ballpark with um, free agent signings of running backs of late, right? And trading for running backs. I mean, last year was was a bad season for us in regard to the guys we picked up. I mean, Breida just didn't do anything, and neither did uh, Jordan. So it, it, it was a frustrating season. We got it's, like
2: I don't think they they did enough with Breida. You know, I think they were too vanilla with him. I, I really don't feel like they were very imaginative.
1: But don't you think there had to be a reason for that, Mike? I mean, we got to give them the benefit of the doubt. I mean, me and you talked about it, you know, week in and week out. Yeah. All of us did, actually, you know, in regard to getting him the football more. And there had to be a reason as to why they didn't. I, I don't know what the reasoning was. Maybe he just wasn't practicing well. Uh, Maybe he's not a practice football player, but, um, you know, he underachieved last year. I mean, I saw what he did in San Francisco, and I loved the pickup when they did it, and it just didn't work out.
2: Well, now he's in Buffalo. Yeah, great. Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. Wonderful. And receiver, I guess our three starters will be Parker, Will Fuller, and uh, Jalen Waddell. Mm Mm-hmm behind yeah. him you got a ton of guys and that's gonna be a really interesting uh battling camp i'm looking forward to it i mean you got preston williams you got lynn bowden jr you got albert wilson back you got alan hearns back you got jakeem grant who's hanging on by a thread you got mac Hollins, uh, robert foster kirk Merritt, and uh, keel oxley
0: mm-hmm.
2: Quite a lot of bodies a lot of bodies a lot of bodies
0: is, uh, is malcolm perry still on as well I think he he is. is. Yep. I think he's there as well. Five or six guys looking for, you know, two or three roster spots. So it's going to be a really uh, interesting camp.
1: Yeah. I mean, listen, you know, you mentioned the few guys there, Mike, that just didn't step up last year when they had opportunities. Guys like Bowden and stuff. I mean, they had average games, right? Now, you you know, you might want to blame that on Tua to some extent. I don't know, because it didn't seem like anybody was really playing overly well, but None of the guys that had opportunities when Parker was getting hurt and you know leaving games early and whatnot, and um, well, Mac Hollins
2: had a couple of big catches, but yeah. beyond that, didn't do much. A couple uh,
1: of big drops as well. Grant though. had yeah. a couple
2: of drops, most significantly the one down the middle of the field that everybody talks about.
1: Yep, um, mm-hmm. you know nobody stepped up, including yep. including Grant, um, who yep. you mentioned. Um, so. You know, with all that being said, um, those guys had opportunities last year. I don't know what's going to change from last year to this year. I think that, um, you know, as long as uh, Albert's healthy, um, he's going to make the team. Preston Williams, same situation. And then, you know, you're narrowing it down to one guy out of the Out of the, batch out of the among, bunch. Out yeah. of the bunch. I mean, I think that those are the um, – Those are the five guys, six guys that, you know, you're almost certain are going to be there. And then there's maybe, you know, one out of the the batch of the remaining guys that makes it. I wouldn't
2: say Wilson's a lock. I mean, they could keep Bowden and Williams, you know. I mean, there's other ways they can go.
0: Oh, yeah, absolutely. Um, Yeah. yeah, it definitely depends on Williams and Wilson's health. I mean, uh, Albert Wilson op- opted out, so we assume we have to hope that he's in in great football. I'm sure condition. he's healthy. Yeah. Whether he's in football shape or not, who knows? And Preston Williams, I mean, we've liked what he's he's brought to the team when he's when he's playing but he's he struggles
1: to be on the field i think that you know it's going to come down to a batch of those guys on the tail end that that are that are going to be fighting for one position and it's yeah. a good thing right guys i mean of you course know it with, is. with the addition of waddell and fuller i mean we're we're in we're in great shape this year at that receiver position i mean you got two really really strong players there um and uh they add wood to the fire that's what we need we got it
0: Playmakers, you're always calling for Lou. Playmakers,
1: that's right. Home runs. We need home runs.
2: So, which receivers are not making the team, Louis?
1: Uh, Mike, you know, it, it, you could toss Malcolm Perry and Bowden, and all those guys up in the air. Hearn's, I don't think's making the team. I don't see him making the team. I just don't. Um, unless he has a phenomenal camp and uh-huh. um, you know surprises everybody, and they keep him, who's a little bit older than a lot of these other guys. Um, I think Malcolm Perry is going to have a very hard time making the team. Um, uh, Bowden shined on a couple of plays here and there last year. So, you know, he, he's he got an outside shot as being that last guy. So, um, I, I honestly, if I had to look at it right now, I'd say Hearns is in a lot of trouble. Malcolm Perry's in some trouble. And Robert Foster, you know, some of those other guys they signed. Yeah. I'd, I just can't see him making
2: Well, everybody play. seems to be cutting Grant. Except the team so far, so I don't know.
0: I've got uh, I've got Lynn Bowden and Grant kind of stuck in a logjam for the number six wide receiver spot. You know, Grant. You know, they can save some money. Bowden showed some versatility. I just don't know which way they'll go. I think it makes a difference on uh, how they want to utilize Waddle as a as a kick returner. So right. Grant still has has a chance to be on a special teams as uh, you know he's a Pro Bowl kick returner. So do they want to cut ties with that or do they want to utilize that skill set?
1: Yeah, kick and punt. Yeah, Jim. You know both. He he brings something to the table and yeah. in, in, in you know in both situations uh, something that we don't have otherwise. I just can't see them using Waddell at you know at, at returning kicks. I mean and taking that chance on this you know and the guy. That's kind of
0: yeah, exactly. That's kind of my thought as well. I'd I'd keep one on the starting offense and and keep Grant for a Well uh,
2: Flores Flores didn't sound hesitant.
0: That's very true.
2: Because in regard he, to
1: what, Mike? In regard to, to using Waddle. him for yep. in the kick return game. Yep. Yeah. Well, I mean
2: I don't he think he it's mentioned smart. it's a strength of his, let's put it that way.
0: Yeah.
1: Yep. Yeah. Yep. I mean, I can see it from time to time. I just – you know, I, I don't want to see it. I'll be honest with you. You know, I just don't want to yeah, see we've, it. Yeah, we've I
2: mean, had this conversation about other players.
1: Yeah. I mean, you know, it's a situation now in the NFL where, I mean, you lose a guy like that on a kick return of 25 yards. I mean, you got to look at the trade off there. Um, you know, I, if it's a situation where you need a touchdown – and it's, you know, late in the game and you've got a guy that's that's capable of, um, you know, taking it to the house, I get it. Uh, but if you've got a guy like Grant on the roster, there's not a need for it. There just isn't. So, I mean, you know, I'd much prefer them going that route, but we'll see what happens.
2: Yep. Tight end. You've got uh, Durham Smythe. You've got Gasicki. You've got Shaheen. You've got Hunter Long. You've got Chris Merrick and uh, Jabri Blunt. You've also got uh kid they just signed, a uh, tight end fullback, uh, Carl, Tucker. Carl Tucker. Yep.
1: Yeah. That's a log jam there, right? Yep. Um, so uh, I'll tell you, yep. I mean, this is going to be really, really interesting, to say the least. I mean, I can see four of these guys making the roster, which is crazy if you think about it. Yeah. Um, I like all of them. I mean, I, I haven't seen Hunter long yet, but everything I've heard about him, I, you know, are, it's nothing but positive. Well, you're okay? going to
2: see him. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah,
1: we're, yeah. Yeah. We're going to see him. That's for sure. We're going to see him. And um, Smythe and Shahan, they were absolutely fantastic last year. Um, in, in, in different situations, they exceeded our expectations. And Gesicki had a really good year last year as well. So, this is going to be really, really interesting. I mean, well, you know, you've
2: got Gesicki and uh, Smythe who are free agents at the end of next year.
0: Yes, yeah,
2: and has got to factor into whatever decision they make.
0: Oh, absolutely. Go ahead. Shaheen's contract's up next year as well, and yep. uh, is it? Yes. yeah, it is. He, they yeah. signed, he signed a two year deal, and I was looking at this earlier, and Shaheen is the, kind of the odd man out type of guy. I'm I'm afraid here because they brought in Hunter Long. Uh, if they were to cut Shaheen they can save almost two million dollars this year 1.9 million so then they could uh, play with with the new guy they just brought in Tucker but like you said Lou I mean all of these guys were productive last year Smythe Shaheen and gazeki I mean he, how do you really want to move past those when, you know they were productive, unless they think Hunter Long is going to come in and get the job done right off the bat. Then no, uh, I don't. Th-
2: I don't think that's a reasonable expectation. Tight end takes time to learn, so I would expect him to play a little bit. You yeah. know, in certain spots, and and they'll expand him as his knowledge grows.
0: Yeah, that's my thoughts as well. They're going to keep four four tight ends on the roster.
1: I think I think so because in years past, you know, they have basically kept at least three tight ends, if not four, or a fullback type, H-back type of player on right. their roster. So, right. I mean, you've got four guys here that are capable. I mean, you could go to double and triple tight end sets inside the you know the um, the red zone, and it, it, it can be productive for you. You know, down, down inside the five-yard line, you throw two, these three tight ends out there, three out of the four of these guys, all of them are capable of catching the football and doing a decent job of blocking, minus Kasicki. So, and you know what? He gets a bad knock for that. I don't think he's as bad as he as he uh, as he's projected or people think he is in regard to blocking as well. So, I mean, I think it's a great situation, you know. And then you can bring Hunter Long along slowly. Um, you don't have to throw him into situations like that right away. It's a, it's a good thing, right, to have all this depth at that position.
2: All right, in the line, offensive line, you've got Austin Jackson, you've got Solomon Kinley, you've got Matt Skura, you've got Robert Hunt, and you've got D.J. Fluker. Uh, You've also got the uh, tackle we drafted, Liam Eikenberg. You've got Jesse Davis, uh, Michael Dieter, center Cameron Tom, tackle Adam Pinky, Lenarl Coleman a tackle, Jonathan Humbert a tackle. The uh, foreigner they picked up uh, last year, querez Nito and uh, you have another center, Tyler uh, Gauthier. So a lot of bodies and uh, that's going to be an interesting battle. Um, just to figure out who the starting five is going to be, is going to be an interesting battle. Mm-hmm. Who do you like at right tackle Lewis?
1: <laughs> I-, I would love to see Hunt take that position, right? Um, yeah. I- I'm not a big fan of Jesse Davis and I,
2: um, I think he's your swing tackle. I don't think he's going to be.
1: A yeah, starter. I I can't see him. You know, you, you want Hunt to develop into that, right? You got Fluker who's going to add depth there. Um, I, you know, it, 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 in a perfect world, we want Hunt starting there. I think he, you know, he's he's. Well, going I to think be, they
2: wanted to move him inside to guard.
1: Do they really? Yeah. Yep, yep. So so who are we looking at at right tackle then? Where's Kinley land then?
2: Uh, left guard.
1: Okay, so we're moving him over to left guard. So then where's Eichenberg?
2: Right tackle.
0: <laughs> well, yeah, that that's the whole thing. that the, the
2: thought is, Lou... That's why I asked you who you thought at yeah, right tackle, I mean, because there's three people that can play that. You've got Fluker, Eichenberg, or Davis.
1: Yeah, I mean, listen, if... If I'm looking at it right now, I'm going with a guy that at least has a little bit of uh, experience under his belt there Uh to start the year. I mean, I'm not so sure I want Eichenberg on the outside. Now, it's going to be a really good battle, okay? Uh Um, Because Eichenberg can play both positions, right? He can play guard and he can play tackle. Yes, he can. Uh, The same with Hunt. Hunt. Yep. Um, the same with a lot of the guys, Jesse Davis, the yep. guy I mentioned. So there's a lot of interesting pieces to this puzzle. I can't I mean, and, and then we then you throw Austin Jackson into the mix. And as I said in last last week's podcast, there's no guarantee he's going to be our starting left tackle. I mean, I think they're going to put the five best guys out there. And right now. It's anyone's guess as to who those five are. I mean, honestly, if I had to look at this batch of guys, I, I can't tell you. I, I honestly couldn't tell you what how it's going to develop. We do know that Scora is going to be our center. And pass no, we that. don't. We don't. It you could know?
2: be Michael Dieter.
1: Yeah, I, yeah, I wouldn't bank on that one, Mike. That one, I'm. Pre- I'd bet you, I'll bet you on that.
2: Well, I'm not betting anything, but I'm <laughs> telling you, it's a possibility. <laughs> yeah, I put your money where your mouth is. I didn't say I favor him to start. I said he could. Yeah. yeah I
0: don't say it. I don't say it. Dieter Not, no. ha- Go ahead. Dieter hasn't cracked the, the lineup much at all at any position. But, uh, you know, I mean, I've seen I've seen articles where they, they think they should move Austin Jackson to the right side, uh, let him be Tua's blind blindside guy. Uh, and I guess he did play some right tackle early in his collegiate career. Uh, okay. But, you know, Eichenberg, Fluker, you know, Fluker's been a right tackle. You know, Eichenberg was, was left tackle. Uh, you know, I just, like you said, Lou, I, I don't know what they're going to do. I can't see it. All I figure is they're going to keep Hunt and Kindley at guard and Skiro be the center. From there, it's whoever plays the best in practice. That's all they're going to go with. They're going to put the best five guys out there that they can, can these guys figure guys sound out.
2: like uh, these players, you know, they're going to put the best five guys out there. Isn't that common sense? Do we have to say that? Well, <laughs> what uh, would you do in a coach? You'd put well, the best five guys out there. Well, yeah, but you
0: just brought in DJ Fluker. You paid him a free agent contract. A lot of guys will just plug him in, and and that's it, and not necessarily have a battle over it, you know, in in camp. But I think this coaching staff is is going to make them work. No, for they, it. they
2: like competition. We know yep. they do. They yep. they favor competition, which it, which is the way it should be. It's the way it's always been under, except under certain coaches. Uh, Yeah, you know,
1: (laughs) it's the way it's always been with the exception of certain coaches. So it's not always the way it's been.
2: Well, no, because we had some idiots for coaches.
1: (laughs) Yeah, that is correct. We have, right?
2: It's true. I mean, there's no other way to say it. You know, I mean, Mm. you've got to have competition because you've got to keep your guys working. They got it. They got they can't expect to be a starter. They have to continually earn being that starter.
1: You know what is funny, though, okay, if you look at this situation, right? And, you know, we just went through it with the wide receivers and the tight ends, right? Um, In years past, and this is is when you know your team's going in the right direction, in years past – we could have did a show like this and picked out the five starters, and that was the extent of it. There was yep. no depth there whatsoever. We were praying to God that they stood healthy the whole year, which never happened when Tannehill <laughs> was quarterbacking. Yep. Our offensive line, some of the guys that they had as backups were absolutely
2: pathetic. Because they were sign- signing 35-year-olds and expecting them to stay healthy. Well, yeah. it was
1: draft picks too, though, Mike. It was yep. a combination. They they did not hit on any of those uh, linemen that they were drafting over those years. I mean, we, we can go down the list. We've done it before. The we point don't of, need to. Right. <laughs> yeah. the, point, the point of the matter is, is that you're looking at a good situation now at a lot of different positions and you're looking at guys that are pretty solid football players that are going to be competing against each other right now. And that's what we want. We want the competition. And the fact that we don't know who's going to be the starters is is somewhat of a good thing. Without a question it's, of a doubt, it's
2: good and it's bad. Yeah, it's good yeah. In, in the in the from the stance that we have competition and we have better depth, but it's bad because our starters are not outshining people behind them.
1: Well, I mean, you've got a lot of youth there, right? Yep. I mean, yep. so that that's the issue, Mike. I think more so than than anything else. I mean, it's not guys that have been on the roster three, four years, and you know they're all competing against each other to see which one of them is a little bit better than the other. I mean, we're assuming that all these young guys are going to develop into very solid football players, right. including the guy we drafted this year. So that that's what makes it interesting to me. And the fact, now, if they all fail, and I don't see that happening, right. that's a problem. I think that among this group, you're going to have five solid football players. Uh, starting for us across that offensive
2: line. All right, let's talk about the defensive line. All right. Christian Wilkins, Raquan Davis, and Emmanuel Ogba.
1: Those are our starters. Those right? are your starters. Projected
2: starters. Projected starters, of course. Gotcha. Okay. Uh, behind that, you have uh, Zach Sealer. you have Adam Butler, you have John Jenkins, you have uh, Jason Strowbridge, you've got Benito Jones, Tyson Render, Nick Coe, and Jonathan uh, Ledbetter.
1: Jonathan Ledbetter. Mm -hmm. Sounds like a character in a movie, doesn't he?
2: Yes, he does.
1: (laughs) So anyway, uh, (laughs) yeah. I mean, you you know, the three starters, I don't think anybody is going to move any of those three guys off of their positions uh, among the backups. I mean, Butler's a nice sign. John
2: Jenkins, you may see step in at nose tackle from time to time.
1: Mhm. Well, yeah, I mean without a doubt and Butler's going to get playing time and Sealer is very solid and we got to hope that Strobridge uh shows us something in year 2 much like Van Ginkle did, you know, to yep. where we didn't see anything out of him and then well, all Well, he a sudden, was hurt
2: that first season.
1: Yes. Yeah. Right. But I think prior to that, Mike, prior to him getting hurt yep. Um, we didn't see an awful lot out of it, Agreed. correct? Yep. So with all that being said, you know, you got to hope that Strobridge uh, develops in, in season two. And uh, your starters are there. And you've got a decent, um, you know, a, a decent group of backups. I mean, b- you mentioned Benito Jones as well, correct? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, it, it's a decent group. Could it be a little bit better? Maybe.
2: I'd like to see the depth better, honestly. Yeah, uh, yeah those guys don't excite me right um but we'll see
0: mm-hmm. jim any yeah, thoughts it's kind of the same deal uh our starters are solid you know but the depth is you know hey you know john jenkins and adam butler you know those are those are decent players but uh you know they're not they're not pro bowlers by any means strobridge has been a bit of a of a let down. We we had hopes that he was going to you know steal more playing time, but he just uh, hasn't made. Yeah, uh, well, he was
2: a fifth round pick. I wouldn't even call him a let down. He just hasn't made a name for himself.
0: Yeah, he he hasn't made the best of his opportunities. So yep. you know it is what did it he is. get
2: opportunities? I don't really not, think he did. Not
0: too many. I don't yeah. know how many snaps he got, but he did get some playing time, and they it didn't show up on film much. But uh, yeah. uh, Nick Nicko Render. Even Benito Jones, you know, those are those are bodies, but they're, they're not bringing much to the table, in my opinion. Yeah, they're
2: question marks as far as right. we're concerned.
0: Right.
1: Listen, the, the key among this group is, is Wilkins, right? I mean, he's going into his third season. Yeah, again, this I, is the
2: I, year I, you should see him actually. He's really entering his prime.
1: Yes, he's got. He's got a. I mean, a, again, another number one draft pick that we have to start seeing. Not that he's been bad, but better. He's got to get better. He's got to get more pressure. He's
2: got to be a difference maker.
1: Right. He's got to be a difference maker. Um, and, uh, you know, that's what you want out of your number one picks. And, I mean, he's the key across the defensive line. We know what is going to do, right? Um, right. You know, he, he did a real solid job and with a little bit of help from some other guys, including our number one draft pick. Um, that that should be the case. You know, I think Agba is going to have another solid season for us. He's a good football player.
2: Well, you know, for the last few years, we've all talked about the linebackers, and we always thought it was a weakness. And I think we can finally say it may be a strength. Mm-hmm. Um, you've, you've got Andrew Van Ginkle. You've got uh, McKinney, who they brought in. you got Jerome Baker, and, and of course, the rookie Jalen Phillips. Uh, be- behind them, you've got Landon Roberts. You've got Vince Beagle. Now, Roberts is hurt. He's recovering, may not start the season. Um, You've got Brennan Scarlett. You've got Duke Riley, Sam Equivon, Calvin Munson, and Kylan Johnson. A couple of those guys I really don't know much about. Obviously, we haven't seen them play. But, uh, you know, Landon Roberts, we we know can hit. Uh, Mm -hmm. (laughs) He he may may miss a tackle once in a while, but uh, when he hits, you know it was him because people go flying. Mm -hmm. Uh, Vince Beagle. We liked him uh, the year yep. before last. And, you know, he got hurt and he was out last year. And we'll have to see how he, you know, re indoctrinates himself. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sam Equivon, never been that impressed with him. You know, I don't know what, what his future will be. Um, well,
1: this will be his third season if he somehow makes the team. Yep, um, yep. He's been around a couple of years
2: now. So, uh, yeah, but they I mean, may like him more than I do. I was going to say, <laughs> you, you've yeah. never.
0: You've never been a fan of him, but you know, he brings more to the table than uh, Calvin Munson and Duke Riley as far as I'm concerned. So I mean right. he, he's at least made some decent plays for us. Obviously he's well, had some not so good ones as well, but I'm
2: you know. not saying he's a bad player because I have nothing to justify that, you know. He just doesn't he doesn't excite me. I want my linebackers, you know, to make plays and, and be seen and you know, Van Ginkle was you know, he did that. Mm-hmm. That's what you want from your linebackers. I'd like to see a little more of that from Baker, right. you know. But they have to be difference makers. And, and Jalen Phillips, I think they drafted to be a difference maker. Uh, you know, that's what you need. You need guys who are going to knock footballs loose and rattle people and uh, make plays and get the offense back the ball.
1: Yep, absolutely, absolutely. So
2: you know, we saw Equivon play quite a bit, and I only remember him forcing one turnover. Maybe he has more, but I only remember one.
1: Yeah, he's going to be a depth guy on this team, yep. you know, plain and simple. Um, I think he'll wind up making the team. I think he's a little bit better than, um, you know, than the uh, the guys that uh, you guys have mentioned already, guys like Munson. Um, you know, we'll see.
2: Johnson, we don't know yeah, them. I mean, we don't yeah.
1: know them. You know, yeah. once once we see them, we may say, wow, these guys are actually yep. very solid. They'll be, they'll be nice backups. I mean – you know, we, we listen. Well, we when say we this say year this year and, is our very right.
2: early projection, this is why we say it because we could watch the preseason and some of these kids can change our minds. You know, you yes. could have this kid come in and play out of his mind, and then you're going kind to of say, "Well, you know what? This guy's got a shot." Right?
1: Exactly. You don't know. I mean, we will say this though, right? You got Van Ginkel, Baker, McKinney, Phillips—very solid. You know, as long as Phillips goes out from day one and uh, he's kicking butt and he's on the field for us, you know, to start, which he should be, where he got drafted. I mean, he should be out there from day one starting for us. There's not a lot of competition for him not to be – if he's not on the field with the competition that he's got – And then that's a problem. So he should be out there from day one, no ifs, ands, or buts about it, as long as he's healthy. Uh, McKinney, the pickup of him was outstanding. Van Ginkle, we saw what he did. Baker, with all these solid football players around him again, he's got to step up and he's got to be a better football player than what he's been. I mean, he's been average. He's got to be above average. He's been average.
2: average. He makes a lot of tackles. You know, he he gets around the football, and that's good. That's, you know, you definitely need that from your linebacker. I'd just like to see a couple more impact plays from him. Absolutely.
1: Yep. Absolutely. Give me two more
2: impact plays this season than you had last year, you know, just. Mm -hmm. Two. Not not any more than that, just two. Give me two. Right. Yeah. You know, yep. and that's what you want to see. You want to see the guys just improve, you know. And if he does that, he's not a bad linebacker.
1: No, you want right. to see him do what Van Ginkel did. Yes. Van Ginkel yes. had impact plays last year. Yes.
0: Yeah, with, and, with less snaps.
1: Right, exactly. There you go. You want Baker to be doing the same type of thing. And Yeah, but uh, you know
2: what? Their responsibilities were a little bit different in fairness to Baker. Um you know, Van Ginkle, they were sending after the quarterback quite a bit. And, uh-huh. and Baker, not so much. He uh-huh. was in coverage and other things.
1: But you, you want to see interceptions. You want to see a tackle where he, he jars the ball loose, Mike. Yep. If he's on the football field 99.9% yep. of the time, he's got to, as you mentioned, he's got to make more impact plays. But yep. um, But we're solid. We're solid. Defense, yeah, I like the linebacker solid. group.
2: That's yep. been a long time since I could say that and I think yeah. I can finally say it.
0: The McKinney was just, trade was outstanding yes. for them. Go ahead. Yeah, I was just going to say it, it's the first time in a long while that we've been able to say that that we've got a group of linebackers we like. So that's mm-hmm. that's that's a great thing. Mm-hmm.
2: And just a little bit of depth. So, yeah.
0: yep. Yep. A little bit.
2: A little bit. Uh in the <laughs> secondary, bit. you've got Howard, you've got this guy named Byron Jones, who didn't play like Byron Jones last year. We're hoping he does this year. Uh, you've got uh, Eric Rowe, and you've got uh, Javon Holland, uh, the youngster they just drafted. You've also got Brandon Jones. You've got Jason McCourty. You've got Noah Igbenogany. You've got Nick Needham. You've got Justin Coleman, and this goes on. You've got Jamal Perry. Mm-hmm. uh Clayton Fetchel, you've got Nate Holly, you've got Terrell Bonds, you got Tino Ellis, you got got uh, Brian Cole, uh, Javaris Davis, and Trill Williams. That's a lot of bodies.
1: Yeah, that's a lot of talking on your end, Mike.
0: I got to give you two points for saying Igbenogany's name right, though, so that's good. Well, you just said it right, too, and I'm not even going <laughs> to attempt it right well, now. Well, you
2: did attempt it earlier, and you, you pretty much got it out.
0: All
1: right. Well, with all that being said, that gentleman that we're talking about has, you know, I mean, he's got to add depth to that secondary as a number one pick again.
2: Well, you we know, have no reason to think after going through camp and the off season that he won't.
1: Yes. So. Yep. We'll see. You know, we'll yep. see. We'll see. Time will tell. But. In regard to the starters, um, you know, you gotta like Howard, and you know what, Mike? Listen, you know Jones. I, you know, you've been giving him shit, and and rightfully so. Not
2: shit, shit. You know,
1: <laughs> right? But <laughs>
2: he but, wasn't terrible. But I'd like to see him play at his level, which is better than what he played last year.
1: You're probably right, but with that being said, you take him off the field. Oh yeah. And you see the drop off immediately. Yeah, we did uh, earlier in the season. You sure. know, they're, they're not even going to attempt to throw the ball at X-Man. So whoever replaces him is, is going to be getting toast. targeted <laughs> nonstop. And that's where the problem lies. So right. with all that being said, Byron Jones. Another just the is-
2: thing, Lewis, is, is with him off the field, mm-hmm. that hurts the front because you can't be as aggressive up front.
1: Absolutely. So, I mean, you know, you don't. You know, we can knock him, but when he's not, if he's not on the field, you're going to see a major drop off in regard to that, you know, at that position. So his presence alone creates, you know, a good situation for us. it allows so,
2: them to play the defenses they want to play.
1: Yes. Take chances, do yes. the things right, because you've got two guys that are capable of covering. Um you know, with that being said, I mean, we gotta hope that Holland, you know, develops. Um, they've got him projected as a starter from day one. We'll see. I mean, with the the fact that they released McCain, yep, um, it tells you a lot about yep. how they feel about this sure guy does. without even seeing him on the football field yet in regard to camp. So, well,
2: uh, you think they move McCordy to safety?
1: Um, I think so. I think that that's that's a definite. Situation. I don't see McCordy playing corner for us at all. Uh, you've got Needham. You know. You've got uh, Noah. You've got. You've got some guys. Justin Coleman's another guy that we signed right. um, that that can add depth back there. So you've got a decent amount of cornerbacks there um, at that safety position. You've got Brandon Jones, very young football player. He's going into his second season, and you've got Holland as a rookie, and then you've got the converted corner, Eric Rowe, you know, the veteran. Uh, Fedulim, I'm not – He's, not, a, special, he's, a, he's special a special teams, teams team right. guy. Yeah, so yeah. – you're you're right on, Mike, in regard to McCourty becoming a safety on this football team. And and I like it. I mean, they've done it before. They did it with Roe. They did it with McCain. And I think McCourty's gonna follow suit. And that was the reason they signed him. I don't think we're gonna see him play in any corner. I think he's gonna add depth to that secondary, maybe even be the starter initially. Right. So if we'll if see.
2: Holland isn't ready, that's what I was saying. You know, maybe yep. maybe McCourty starts there and, and Javon takes over in time. Yeah, the the thing with
0: McCordy is he brings a lot of game experience and flexibility to the defense, and he, he you know he knows what needs to get done, and he's going to make sure that the calls are correct, and you know, just be able to make plays out there on defense in that secondary, no matter where he's lined up. So I I think it's a solid signing. Uh, granted, he's not twenty two year old anymore, but he does bring a lot to the table. So got it.
2: So uh, who doesn't make the roster, Jim?
0: Well, as far as this group, um, you know, guys like Terrell Bonds, Brian Cole, Trill Williams, these guys are probably going to be be practice squad bodies if they're eligible uh i think nick needham will stick to the team because he's he's good depth uh uh he does play a lot of special teams play so he's got a a shot to to stick at safety slash special teams um justin
2: jamal perry
0: yeah jamal perry has been uh a marginal player for us. He's a backup cornerback slash safety, and, and he's on the bubble. He's going to have to play very well in camp and and preseason to make the roster, I think. Uh, you know, they did sign Justin Coleman, so I'm assuming they, they brought him in for a reason. So I would think he's probably going to be on the roster.
2: Yep, it's it's, it's interesting because uh, they can do a lot of different things in that safety position. Uh, You know, in that position at safety and and also uh, at cornerback, the the nickel position. I mean, they've got three guys who can play it. The question is, who's going to?
0: Yeah. Who's going to take the job? Right. Who's Who's going to take? Who's going to take the job? Right. Yep. Yep.
2: So it's interesting. Yes. Uh, and that's the roster. I mean, we're not going to talk about kickers and punters because the kicker's the kicker, whoa, is the kicker whoa, and the, whoa, whoa, is the punter. Whoa, come on, come on. so down, Mike. That's Slow the down. core. Right. That's the core. Who is our punter? You'll have to look it up because I don't remember his name. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I was gonna say it's not too high on our priority list. Is it Michael
1: Pilardi? That's it. That's it. Okay. Yep. So he's our punter. He's our punter. And, and as of right now, we have no competition for Mr. Pilardi.
2: No, that's why he's our punter.
1: Yeah, we're going with him and that's it. Yep. End the story. Jason yep. Sanders is our kicker.
2: He won the job last year. No reason to Pro worry Bowl about Pro Bowl kicker. Him.
1: Yep. Gotcha. All right. Very good. Gotcha. As
0: long as we know, as long as we got the long snapper figured out, we're all set.
2: Yep. Yeah.
1: That's Blake Ferguson.
2: Very yep. good, Lewis. Yep.
1: Yep. Yes. All right.
2: So that's it. And uh, we'll that's be back next week, guys. Uh, I'm not sure what the topic will be yet. I'm sure we'll think of something to talk about.
1: Let's do Trivia Wednesday. Or trivia Tuesday. Let's do it on Tuesday and call it Trivia Tuesday. How's that? Maybe we can <laughs> maybe we can
0: talk about Deshaun Watson coming in or something. You
2: know? Oh, yeah. we 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 can uh, talk about Rogers uh, or, or uh, Russell Wilson in Seattle. you, know? there you go. Talk about all go. kinds of guys. There you go. Yeah. But, right. uh, I got a feeling if we do that, we'll piss off a lot of people, and that's never our objective.
1: Well, that's- I piss off people every week, Mike. So I don't have any problem. You with know, that.
2: Fu- it's funny you say that because mm-hmm. Rod Rousey left me a message. He goes, "I like Lewis's takes." Mm. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. That's one yeah, guy, yeah. Mike.
2: Well, that's true. I mean, that's- I didn't say you have a lot of fans, but I know you have one.
1: <laughs> hey, Lou, it's one in a row. One in a hey, row. I'll I'll take. I'll take. Uh, Rob, if you're out there and you're listening, I appreciate that extremely. I re- I really do because. um, Mike gives me a lot of crap when uh, when I get negative reviews, which is pretty funny. He doesn't give me crap. He just he makes me aware of it for the most part. So I do appreciate that. But um, my, to you, Rob, my one fan, thank you very much. It's Rod. Oh, Rod. Rod. I'm yes. sorry. Rod, ro- si-
2: Rod Rousey. All right. So until next week, guys, fins up. Fins up. Fins up, Dolphins. All right, so that's our show for this week. I just want to remind everyone that the Finn Fans podcast is part of the DolphinsTalk.com podcast network.
0: Sports Social Podcast Network.